Welcome into the show. I'm Alfred, and I am in the lead this week on Three and Out. So, cheers to myself. Campus to Canton presents Three and Out. All right, gentlemen. We have our very first uh, week. We have a leaderboard we're going to show in a couple minutes here. Um, and we're going to keep track of this thing all week. It was so fun to, to kind of keep track of our, our personal bets here on the three and out. Um, like I said in the intro, I'm, I'm in the lead right now. But it's tenuous. It's not very, it's not very much. Chris, you're in second. Will, we'll, we're going to get you on the board here soon. But um, what do you guys think? Take any, any big, you know, big picture takeaways from week one? Vegas, man, it was Vegas's week. They had one of their best uh, best weeks in a long time. Only six of forty seven statistical models had um, a plus five, or I think over five hundred record this oh. week, which is pretty is pretty bad. Um, the nerds got beat pretty good. <laughs> so the squares win. Squares win. Listen, the the first two picks not not good. Um, Appalachian, um, uh, San Jose State. Didn't want to kick a field goal to give me the cover. Don't understand that. And then uh, Houston. Houston was up 21-7 at home and then gave up 31 unanswered points to Texas Tech. So, you know, there's, there's not much that you could do about that. Um, and then, you know, the, for, for the parlay, I was two out of three. But uh, LSU couldn't come through. I think uh, UCLA had a good uh, good week of practice or whatever, and uh, Chip Kelly got to them. But either way, listen, Krispy Kreme, Dunkin' Donuts, Stan Donuts. I'm still I'm still at zero, and I gotta I gotta come through with a couple of points. So I'm, I'm I'm feeling feeling refreshed, feeling happy now. I uh, got some uh, got some good picks here on the board that uh, should hit and will hit. Yeah. All right. Well, let's take a look here at the scoreboard. Um, We've got 1.67 for me. I won two bets. Chris was just his uh, spread bet for one point. Uh, and, uh, you know, we'll take this off here. We don't have to look at Will's score right now. But I know you're going to come back. I know it. We are not safe. Like <sighs> I said, the margins are very thin right now. Um, you know, I won two bets, but I still only have 1.6 uh, points. So, you know, it, it, it's any man's game. We, um, you know, one person hits a parlay. They're going to they're gonna jump way, way, way up. So, um yeah without further ado i mean let's talk about our spread okay so chris what is your spread bet of the week i have and i went i went to them last week and i'm i'm going back to them this week iowa plus four and a half i love them against indiana last week i think they are one of the country's best defenses and I think they're going to beat Iowa State. I didn't pick them for my money line pick, but I think they're Ooh. absolutely going to cover. You should have gone money line. I, I, Iowa is going to do a very, very solid job this week against an Iowa State team that really was fairly poor last week. I think this is Iowa's year to really show that they are one of the better teams in the Big Ten. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that bet. Um, I love that bet. I'll just say that right now. Will. All right, so we're going to get it started early. We're going to get it started early with one of the games on the Friday night uh, slate here. We're looking at UTEP at Boise State, and I'm going to go over 55. Um, UTEP has already is already 2-0 um, to start of the season, and in both those games, they've managed to score over 30 points. So 
If you look at what UCF was able to do, um, even after a slow start against Boise State, they were still able to, to get the win. But not only that, but score over uh, 35 points. I think the game ended at 36-31 um, in UCF's favor. Um, and Boise State was able to put up 30 points as well. I don't see why this game doesn't go north of 60 points. So I'm gonna. I want to wake up early, one and zero. So give me, give me UTEP at Boise State over 55 points. I love it. I love. It. Give, give our listeners something to do on Friday night for sure. Um, I like that. Uh, okay, it's not very exciting, but we have our first uh, overlap here. I'm also going Iowa plus 4.5 at Iowa State. That number seems at least a point and a half too high. I mean, I don't see how that game is not a field goal game. Worst case scenario, it seems that, you know, maybe it's within a touchdown. Someone kicks a field goal and it gets to four points. But I, four and a half, the hook really sold me. It was at three and a half. It got to four. And at four and a half, um, I don't get it. I don't get why that line's moving. Usually, you know, that's kind of a bad sign to, to trail the movement like that. But, I mean, give me that hook of four and a half. I just don't see that game being much more. It's just going to be a very tight game. Uh, I, and I think I was very good. I agree. I think they have a chance to win outright. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm doubling on that with Chris. Iowa plus four and a hook. Give it to me. Um, all right. Money lines. Will, go first. Walk us through your money line of the week. All right. Um, NC State at Mississippi State. I'm going NC State minus 140. They had an impressive showing last week, uh, shutting out uh, South Florida. Mm -hmm. So it's just a, one of those things that uh, that they had a they had a great great showing out there. Um, Mississippi State, I mean, one of the low teams in the SEC. Um, don't see them doing it this week to get in a win. So I, I look for them to start 0-2. So give me NC State minus 140 money line. All right, road road favorite there. That's an interesting one uh, for sure. But you're right. You can't. The eye test on on last week was certainly in NC State's favor. Chris, money line. I got Syracuse beating Rutgers this week. I think Rutgers is fool's gold. They were lucky last season. I think they were lucky last week. They had, I believe, it was four drives that started inside of Temple's thirty. Now you can say some of that is turnover luck, but turnovers aren't that sticky. Syracuse is a much better team than this Temple team. Syracuse beat Ohio, who I don't think is bad, fairly handily. I like Syracuse to just beat Rutgers this weekend. I, I think the spread's currently two and a half, and I I think the Orange just take it. All right, very good, very good. Uh, okay, sitting in the catbird seat, I am going to not take too many risks here with my money line. I'm going to go Kentucky at home beating Missouri. Uh, and there's some trends here that really sent me down this, uh, this thinking. So Kentucky is five and a half point favorite. So this is not really, excuse me, really going out on a limb or anything, but uh, so Missouri 0 and two against Kentucky or no, sorry. 0 and two at Kentucky since 2017. Um, and I usually go back about four years in college because, that's kind of the turnover for classes, right? So, I mean, there's probably still some members of the 2017 freshman class. Uh, you can't go back much further than that. It's a completely different roster. So that's just kind of what I do. 
but 0 and 2 at Kentucky since 2017. Missouri is 6 and 10 away in the SEC since 2017, and the under has hit 10 uh, 10 out of 16 games. So kind of uh, 6 and 10 away uh, in the game result, and then they're also hitting the under. Kentucky is 9 and 8 against the spread, but 10 and 7 as money line uh, at home in the SEC since 2017. So, you know, Kentucky generally against conference opponents does well, 10 and 7 money line. Um, you know, Missouri has shown not to be very good away, especially in conference. And I just think Kentucky's pretty good. I liked what Will Levis showed last week. Um, Wandale Robinson, I kind of think, is maybe going to transform that offense, creating a lot more explosion and a lot more downfield uh, danger for opponents to have to deal with that they have not had in recent memory. Josh Lee is a pretty good possession receiver as well. So their offense all of a sudden has some pieces, and we know Chris Rodriguez Jr. can ram that ball down any defense's throat. So I think their offense is, like, good. I mean, dare I say, like, actually good. Uh, we'll see if Will Levis's arm and accuracy can stick when they have a real opponent. But I do like Kentucky to somehow win that game uh, on the money line. Covering might be more difficult, but I think they win the game. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's my money line. And so now the grand finale, let's talk about parlays. Chris, walk us through your three-team parlay that you're going to use to take the lead in the contest. All right. So I got TCU. They're an 11.5-point favorite. I think they cover. I actually think they're much better than this Cal team. I, you know, I think TCU is probably a top 20-ish team in the country, and I think they handily beat Cal, who struggled against Nevada last week. I mean, I don't really see how they do anything. So TCU 11.5. I also have Texas – they're seven-point favorites. I think Texas is much better than this Arkansas team, too. Uh, I think that that spread is fairly – you know, I, I think that's a solid number. But I think Texas keeps them from scoring, and that Texas offense just puts up absurd number of points led by Hudson Carter and Bijan. So I, I like Texas to cover that seven-point spread. And I also have NC State uh, covering two-and-a-half. This line actually opened – with NC State as the dog, and I was shocked. I think I took to Twitter as soon as I saw that and said, this is the stupidest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> and it was the stupidest shit I've ever seen. But now I got to take them at two and a half, and I still like it. Um, so that the total um, for this parlay is 568. And I, I actually think all these teams are going to – I mean, I took all favorites, and I think they're going to cover, and I think these teams are much better than their opponents. Than they're, a lot of the times, they're getting credit for. All right. Well, that would be a big win for Chris. Will, what's this parlay you've got cooking? All right, guys. Well, I'm going Tennessee plus three. So Tennessee is playing at home against Pittsburgh. Um, so already you already know that it's going to be a close game. Um, but I like Tennessee. I like what I saw from them uh, last week. You know, until they prove me wrong, I'm going to go ahead and go with them. Um, as an underdog, I like that. Uh, I like the spot that they're at at plus three. And give me, listen, give me Buffalo at Nebraska plus 13 and a half. Apparently, um, everybody's out of their mind because uh, Adrian Martinez played against a team that's known for their law school as opposed to um, any sports. 
um, in the Bronx, um, and you know they're, they're hyping them up. Congratulations, you beat Fordham 52-7, but you still let them score. So um, not impressed. I'm going to go with Buffalo. You know, a, a real team in New York is going to have to come in and um and take care of that. So give me Buffalo plus 13 and a half, and then I'm going to um end it. I think we're all on on board with this team. Iowa plus four and a half at Iowa State. Again, um, I was very impressed with what they did. Their defense is always top notch. I think that this uh, this weekend their their offense complements their defense a little bit, and they're able to do it. So, with all those teams, you're looking at plus five ninety six uh, in order to give me a, give me a good lead here or catch up to you guys. Because again, um, not not sitting pretty over here. But the good thing is that there's nowhere to go but up. That's right. That's right. Well, we are we are rooting for you um, uh, in, over here at the three and out headquarters um so yeah so my plays for my my parlay is going to be let's let's start it off with the troy liberty over now this is a little bit of an interesting one started at 65.5 i believe now it's only at 61 i liked the over no matter where it landed but obviously it's a little nerve wracking when that line's moving the way that you want it to move, because that means somebody else obviously thinks the opposite of, of what I think. But let me just tell you the trends I'm looking at that, that makes me kind of like this. Uh, Liberty is three and three against the spread and money line away since 2017, but their over is five and one. And then Troy is two and two, one and three as a home dog since 2017, but the over when they're a home dog is three and one. So, um, kind of just a situational thing looks like these two teams tend to play the over on their number uh given the situational uh thing we've got going on here and at the end of the day i mean malik willis anytime he's involved in a game there's 60 point potential like he he can take over a game um and so i just kind of like that i like the fact that it's a way that means they might they might trade scores uh, liberty may not blow them out completely um, and so 61, I mean, I'm just going to trust my process, even though that number came the way I wanted it to come still going to, I'm still going to do it at over 61, um, app state, man, I just think they're a good G five team and I am not sold on Miami. They're coming in beat up after they play Bama. I can't remember if there was like a, a there was like a trend or a stat a couple of years ago, like teams after Bama always were bad. I don't know if Will has any memory or Chris, but um, I think after you play Bama, there's a hangover. And so that's the case with Miami. App State comes in. Uh, there is some there's some trends that are kind of helpful here. App State 4-1 and one against the spread versus Power 5 opponents since 2016. Uh, Miami is actually 3-4 and four against the spread against G5 teams since 2017. So Miami, you know, losing record against the spread. App State four and one against the spread versus P five teams, so they seem to get up for these bigger matchups, and they're getting nine, so I like that. And then I just think they're a pretty quality team. And then of course we're going to finish up with uh, the one Will liked, Buffalo plus thirteen and a half. This is a little bit more of a play against Nebraska, although I do think Buffalo is an is a good you know kind of G five team. They've got that recipe with defense and running game that um you know can keep you in games within a couple score i mean I, can someone tell me any team in the fbs that should be two touchdown dogs to nebraska there's i mean i bet i can count them on like one hand maybe new mexico state yukon yeah yukon okay that's, 
I'm not taking UConn to cover anybody, but Buffalo is different than UConn. Yes, no, that's a good that's a good point though. That's a good point. Um, there's not many though. There's not many teams of you. That's it. Just those two. Just those two. Yeah. So. Uh, so I like that. I'm with you, Will. Um, at home, away. I don't care. Didn't didn't the odds makers learn their lesson? Uh, at Illinois, first week of the season. I don't know. I'll just keep milking that cow though. Um. Yeah, I mean, well, that does it for three and out. We like to keep this a little bit short. We we want to give you the info and get out of here. Anybody got some final thoughts on week two? I like I like some of y'all's picks. I uh, I'm, I think I'm on the other side of Nebraska. But um, wow, crusading so explain yourself. Explain. Listen, yourself. I'm not. It was listen. I wasn't confident enough to to make the pick as one of mine. I, I don't think there's a ton of value there. But if I was gun to my head, I think I'm taking Nebraska over. Uh, Buffalo. Did Adrian Martinez send you a signed jersey or something, or what's going on over there? Adrian Martinez lost me a lot what's, of money, so I should re- I should be yeah. I should really be rooting for Hold Buffalo. Hold that grudge. Hold that wow. grudge. Wow. Yeah, I think, man. I think y'all are giving Buffalo a little too much credit. Okay. But we'll okay. see. Hey, hey. Like we'll I see. said, it's a play against Nebraska. I'm just giving Nebraska no credit. Is really yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm on the same thing. But but again, I mean, you know, when, when the action starts, I mean, I, I'm always looking for for Buffalo to, to compete every single week and, and put up a lot of points. So I think they're going to be able to do that and then and then cover, you know. But uh, but definitely, uh, like Chris to, to to Chris's point, I'm definitely going to tail some of your guys' picks this uh, this week and uh, you know cash out. So. Looking forward to, to week two. I'm going to put, like I said, I'm going to put week one behind this. Uh, Krispy Kreme, Dunkin' Donuts, Stan Donuts. Um, but uh, this week we're looking for, to put some points on the board All and right. get on the I, leaderboard. I have no doubt that you will. Um, uh, you know, And if you're listening to this, whether you are already in the Campus to Canton Discord or not, get in there. I mean, we had a lot of fun on Saturday. A lot of tilting was going on. Um, you know, it is it is not child friendly, the language that we're using in there, because, uh, you know, there is some intense tilt when San Jose State doesn't kick a field goal to cover me. I just kind of lose my mind. So get into the discord, um, you know, be a member of Campus Tandon if you're not already. Uh, we're having a lot of fun and, you know, hopefully we're going to be winning some money uh, here in the short order. So uh, stick with us. And that's three and out, folks. We'll see you next week.